welcome to Bangalore Wits. Hi Subhu, how are you? Good, how are you? Good, it's extremely hot. I couldn't <laughs> believe this is uh, Bangalore. I mean, you read the news, right? I mean, looking at the trend, yesterday was the hottest day in like past 80 years or something like that. Oh, I didn't know like that. Some 39 degrees, something. I, I've been feeling about 40, 42. <laughs> <laughs> it's really crazy, you know. Okay. Okay, so... So, so what we, are we? We decide? don't have any cricket topic to open today, so yeah, I don't, uh, I don't follow <laughs> IPL, so. <laughs> so what? I mean, what make you? What makes you not to follow IPL? I think it is too much cricket, <laughs> and uh, the, the, my problem always with IPL was I was never rooting for one team, right? So it's really hard to see a match where you don't really care which team wins. <laughs> 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 I mean, I, that has been my problem in IPL. No, I, I, I was just following for first year in couple of years. Um, now it's it's meaningless. Yeah, and the the problem I have is that the amount of effort goes into making a batting pitch, and yeah. they just want to literally kill the ballers, and so, which just really just completely turns me off. I, yeah, I think the whole IPL thing is. It's become like another like uh, Bollywood entertainment sort of And thing. they are also trying to move into other outs- outside India, which is also a good move. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it could help the government, I mean, the game to develop actually. Yeah. Let's see how it goes. Hope it works. <laughs> so, what are we going to talk today? It's about... Uh, so, it's been a long pending topic. <laughs> right. So, it's uh, probably a little... It's probably a little non-technical, right? Or maybe... A mix of techniques. It's, it's a more of a mix of business and business models and all that. So, so I don't know how many of us really appreciate what is the processor which runs our smartphone devices. Uh, more than appreciate, how many of us care actually? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, these guys keep saying octa core, uh, yeah. eight, fifteen core, sixteen core, maybe coming very <laughs> soon. Uh, but I think uh, the, the key underlying technology, which is an amazing company called Arm, right. uh, an UK-based company, uh, which probably started, uh, I think, uh, by a set of folks who originally created the the whatever the processor for the Newton device, which Apple created, right? Yeah, uh, and they actually came out and started this. So it is. Uh, it's been an amazing ride. I think they are they are giving <coughs> Intel a run for their money. Yeah, uh, close to ninety five percent of smartphones yeah. in the world are running their their architecture basically. Okay. Right. Uh, so what else do you know about Home? I mean, when they, when they started, they were a very small company, right. uh, and uh, they also have devised a kind of a very revolutionary model in terms of uh, how they build the product basically right so when you if you look at it like i mean like if based on our experience intel x86 is something uh, which came into limelight when we started our career Correct, yeah. uh, because when there is a transition happening between from uh, ibm's larger mainframes to the intel based x86 architecture was right. happening when we moved into the industry though it has not started it was like primarily we moved in an era where it was getting into primary, uh, 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 mainstream, uh, both in, in desktop as well on the server end kind of a thing. And now we are seeing a second generation, newer company which is coming with a new newer business model, right. uh, which is also trying to revolutionize in terms of what what makes it much more 
dif- much, much more difficult and more linear and lower memory footprint i mean lower uh, the in terms of the power consumption and right. stuff like that yeah so so how do they make i mean they basically entered into the mobile space uh, and probably when the whole mobile revolution started um, maybe they started with uh, uh, with nokia to begin with yeah they were slightly ahead of time i would say probably they were there in the market but they are not in limelight actually right uh, yeah once the once the mobile mobility revolution started it became much more larger and more mainstream so what has been uh, their uh, their licensing model where where do they make money okay so i mean like uh, I mean, if you look at intel uh, on the desktop side which is x86 correct uh, so intel doesn't license their uh, their technology basically only they manufacture themselves they fabricate yeah they yeah. fabricate and they manufacture so arm on the other side they have a design house and then they basically license that design and then any manufacturer like broadcam or samsung or apple anybody who takes a license basically they'll be able to license the architecture and then build their own fabrication correct okay. so their model is slightly unique where they run a r&d house where in basically they just come out they only focus core focus on in terms of how do we move and develop the architecture part of it right and I, but i i think they operate in three sort of different licensing mm-hmm. schemes right okay. so one is uh, uh, basically a, uh, a complete packaged processor license mm-hmm. which is an uh, a complete design uh, which you really cannot change much of it right and so you just take the design and then just fabricate it right yeah. the second one is probably what uh, bigger companies like apple samsung um uses uh, what they call the processor optimization pack mm-hmm. which is uh, you can take their uh, their uh, design and you can change the implementation details yeah so uh, you 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 as an oem you will be able to add your own usp or your own invention right. so that that, that, yeah. that actually creates a sort of an edge um, i mean when you have to compare with uh, your the xr is yeah yeah, so, yeah. so in x86 what happens is like be dell or hp uh, you basically buy the processor what man- intel manufactures and you integrate it that with the motherboard and then you just sell it out you do, you cannot add your own inventions around that correct yeah. and the third one is essentially just the architecture license so this is what we popularly today we see with all smartphone specifications they say arm version yeah. 7 version 8 yeah cortex a8 or correct. a7 so these are basically they, they have just taken the architecture and then um, they the whoever is the the chip manufacturer yeah they fabricate the whole thing yeah. based on the architecture so uh, in terms of uh, the num- I mean, do, do you really find it uh, do, do you see i mean a bump into a lot of people who will fi- who find it difficult to understand arms business model because uh, who are like really very provisioned with x86 architecture or right people who worked closely a lot of lot who have worked closely a lot with wintel basically hmm. yeah so uh, i i didn't know about uh, arms architecture for quite a while okay. uh, because you really don't know um, what is there right you basically see at least apple doesn't really say whether it is arm or anything <laughs> in their specification they they call it as what are a7 a8 yeah. so their own chipset numbers they give yeah, right. but uh, fundamentally they are all using arms yeah. underlying architecture yeah 
so that is a, that was a probably a revolutionary model mm-hmm. um, but I, in terms of numbers and the licensing um, fee or the royalty they make okay in comparison to intel it's probably st- still looks very meager okay and considering the volume of devices they are selling mm-hmm. i mean each and every manufacturer is selling uh, like i think they are also very deeply intertwined with how many devices apple or samsung sells right, right yeah so if uh, iphone sells well they make more profit yeah i mean because like you once you license you you pay in a royalty as well you also share the revenue like 1% 2% of every processor you sell to the arm basically right. but good thing what i think red is uh, they really don't care about the high margins you can make if you fabricate yourself right, right. Uh, and then they, they are really just focusing on making their processor designs much more meaner in terms of power consumption for, especially yeah, that is a biggest differentiator for them yeah and it will be a big differentiator especially in the internet of things space right? yeah, right. where this uh, low end devices can really utilize that sort of a right. processing so, capability especially the soc model which is like system on a chip Uh, which is basically combination of processor networking infrastructure as well as the other radios you just merge everything into a single processor which can efficiently operate on a lower memory for right. lower lower energy efficient basically so uh, and it also so, sort of uh, yeah i think the pace at which you can innovate also can be yeah uh, significant here right because uh, there is one company who is just focusing just on creating better architectures and mm-hmm. Uh, improving the power efficiency and all that so you just focus on i mean building your devices yeah so the, the fabricator also it removes somewhat of pressure from them they need not have any differentiation in the operational headaches yeah. are not there yeah so they they just basically license it out and then they just continue to churn out the the processor needs which are there and the other difference i see is that x86 probably you will buy one or two desktops for your house uh-huh. Uh, on the, in in case of arm what is happening is basically one person just buys about like 15 20 devices like uh, which all run powered by arm basically which is like includes your mobile your mobile phones or de- i mean though we don't see the desktop right now we might probably see them in the future right uh, or it could be wearable or any other automation home automation or anything so what you are seeing here is that uh, the arm is able to leave you are consuming more more and more devices which are powered by arm wherein uh, the x66 is more in limited in terms of your desktop or a server and market and more and more i see it's moving towards a server and market than the desktop even also right so so just uh, is intel still playing a catch up game um, what do you think in terms of their response to this whole arm's dominance of the mobile Uh, or at least the smartphone market like uh, they, they've been trying with this uh, atom processor right. line there, but i don't think they they somehow the power efficiency what arm processor delivering uh, intel is not able to deliver because as far as i know for last 4 or 5 years android is one single operating system which supports both intel and arm as well uh, mips mips if i'm not wrong so there's there's no other operating system which supports all three of them so but even though uh, if you look at it the the arm side of android is extremely successful uh, in terms of especially delivering energy 
correct yeah. Yeah, the low efficiency of energy consumption and stuff like that so so uh, coming to the desktop side uh, have you f- read anything about google chromebook uh, is trying to uh, i mean release a version which is arm based i i think what i s- what i feel uh, is happening right now is that basically uh, we are seeing a lot of proliferation of l- tablets correct uh, or the hybrid devices between yeah, yeah. mobility and yeah. desktop uh, which are powered by arm especially uh, so these devices are becoming much more powerful and capable uh, which which can solve the lot of day to day needs of many of them who are not into primary into the development side of cyclofit okay so who are like basically non technical guys need not buy a elaborate desktop which desktop class which can do it if you are a gamer or an a developer you need a very high end uh, laptop um you otherwise you don't need such a high end laptop you will be either confined to a tablet or a much lower power desktop will also solve your needs actually right and your need is primarily more driven in terms of battery life and connectivity is what you are looking at and x86 atom side or as well as on the desktop side they are they are they not seems to be moving in that direction as is okay so there was also i think a news about uh, on the server side space correct right. so, yeah uh, so and their arm can be a really a, like a player in the whole maybe in the storage space or yeah. high end server um, space yeah so and uh, you did mention about two companies who are doing some interesting work around that yeah so what are they can you share more uh, so i mean like uh, so if if you want to little bit look back in the past like how when the intel started moving ahead from what ibm when ibm used to rule the data center right uh, so the initial phase when you look back uh, on the server side if you look at it really the storage area is some is the area where intel started penetrating first right? networking switches and storage areas are the couple of areas where intel started moving into des- i mean to the data center area uh, so so when when we start when we started seeing that kind of a scenario uh, in the intel proliferation we are seeing the similar uh, similar cycle happening for arm now actually okay so anapurna labs is one of those companies which is basically com- uh, which has a product which is on the storage i mean the the raid based storage networking hmm. uh which are powered by arm actually uh wherein they are able to demonstrate completely like about about close to about 50 to 60% of energy efficiency uh. on arm based storage uh, we are not talking about ivo here we are only talking about the processing capability okay because when it comes to ivo whether you write read write hard drive takes the same amount whether you use x86 or arm Right. but what what we are talking about here is that overall energy efficiency in terms of how you process and then read write them okay so that is something which we are seeing and we are also if you just go back and draw a little bit of parallel between x86 and arm the the software stack which which basically dominated the desktop started powering the server side right in case of intel if you look at it actually like when the intel started penetrating data centers so which is if you take that as any parallel uh 
both either android as well as apple they put together released close to about every year they are releasing about 1.5 or 1.6 billion devices last right. couple of years couple of years and all these are powered by uh, android ios which is again which is basically based on arm processors okay and so if you take that history and is any guidance so basically on the server side is something which i would right now it is dominated primarily by intel x86 about 96% uh, but i see there is a path where arm can move into that direction because i primarily see because we have witnessed at least how intel initial stages of intel how they were my, moving ahead in the data center side okay and uh, is it just the beginning or do you think they really are behind this uh, behind this market now um, i don't know whether i mean like they uh, it's some of i some of these things i don't know whether you can plan anything i think because especially yeah i think they have an amazing space to play with especially the internet of things and their yeah. the small memory footprint devices yeah. which is going to again proliferate coming years yeah so so why are they actually not focusing there and trying to get on to this server side of where intel is pretty much a big player right yeah they have done well for so many years uh, they have great partnerships with companies so so what's your thought so, i mean i i don't think the it, i don't see that as a reason where they're not focusing because i think uh the client side is pretty much dominated by arm i don't think there is anybody who's going to even come very close to that uh be it wearables or any other technology we're going to see client side is going to be more and more populated with arms each individual the number of devices arm based devices you consume is going to go higher and higher right and so that i don't see that as a problem but what i see as a development is that basically the 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 software stack which basically dominates the client side always moves into the server side hmm. be it because of the number of developers you have or be is the familiarity with the processors you have uh, so it always happens like that so we have seen that development in x86 and we are seeing that now here we are in i probably see that that is one reason where uh, and especially it is extremely important for data center to have run run them in a energy efficient way correct yeah. and and that is some of the core pillar of arms ability to move actually right i think especially the heat what the uh, an intel chipset and an arm chipset generates ah. is a big factor i think mm-hmm. right and then a uh, lot of cost for a data center operation goes into um, the cooling of the Uh, what are the whole data center itself, yeah, right? right and there are some amazing designs like companies like facebook have put to how you can naturally do that but still i think the cost for running the data center i think majority goes into just the heat dissipation and Correct. maintaining an ideal temperature for the servers to work and all that true and uh, and if you look look at the bigger cloud players like google amazon or yeah, apple yeah, yeah. they have their own hardware i mean software yeah, yeah. stack and they even they 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 also do their own assembly of hardware right they really yeah. don't buy anything off the shelf yeah but even even they do assembly but they have to primarily rely on x86 right now okay so but what i feel is that if you look at this big cloud player could be some of those players could be the early yeah. adapters for arm basically on the server end and the reason they would do is that because the kind of devs who are coming in from the client side stack exposure 
they will be having more familiarity when the server said if you have a apache or lamb or like you say like if if you an arm server can run like an ubuntu and an uh, yeah the architectures will be the same so same, yeah. exactly so you should be able to run them much more energy efficient and then so that it should start moving ahead is what i feel somehow uh, apart from what penetration you're seeing in the client side you will also start seeing them in in the server side also okay so we talked about software so you also mentioned the company uh, called lenora yes yeah, lenora uh, yeah. was a they are basically a software stack right yeah uh, and they are building for arm yeah so lenora is an interesting company which is we sometime back we talked about the project ara which is in a correct yeah. in a hardware plug and play kind of an hardware so the project ara you mentioned uh, so the recent lg device right yeah is that uh, a sort of an implementation like mm. ara yeah where you can plug in modules into your phone yeah right okay so the same uh, guys are into lenora so lenora is basically what hap- what is happening on the server side of the arm the biggest problem right now you have is that you don't have a standard specification where different vendors can buy different components from from the different arm manufacturer processor manufacturer right so they are all operate independently qualcomm is operating separately and then samsung is operating separately apple is operating separately there is no single way where an oem can just buy these processors and then they just can create a stack so what lenora is trying to do is that they create a standardization process for okay. all the socs uh, for all the oem so they can whichever soc you pick up from broadcam or any of these companies you should be able to just integrate with that with your motherboard and then you should be able to roll them out okay so that way what happens is that you are bringing in an a standardization on top of it lenora is also having their own cloud stack which they are building based on uh, which is like again based on open source which is like ubuntu apache and uh, mysql and stuff like that so so once you have them what happens is the underneath it is you have an ability where you can uh, pick up any soc from any oem basically okay and then you should be able to integrate on that so they're trying to do draw a similar model from what they're trying to do with the project ara on the server side part of it mm. yeah okay <coughs> so uh, so anything any any other interesting uh, around arm which you have seen on so other other interesting area i see is that uh, if you look at like in the two biggest segregation right now we are looking at is one is driven by both uh, the technology side is driven by us and then there is a customization and there is a localization which is happening at the china separate ah yeah both in terms of cloud and technology side right so china is also trying to do something like uh, if i'm not wrong it is called godson is the processor which they are trying to build okay based on uh, the the mips architecture Mm-hmm. uh so the dif- the differentiation i see here is that that could be something which is competing arm if they become successful okay mm-hmm. on the server side as well as on the client side because uh, because mips is more like it's just like though it has been there for a while uh, we have not seen any successful products around that mm-hmm. much uh, i don't know about i don't know much details about this godsend project which is which is a government funded project Okay. So, and but one thing I've seen is on the cloud stack, at least uh, 
both though we have amazon or google or anybody china always successful in building their own flavors indigenously in their own place right okay so how efficient they are with this processor and technology i don't know but if they can do that that could be a bigger market for them also. okay but that's again on the chipset side yeah. and they they will i don't think they are going to actually fundamentally build any newer processor architectures and that's where arm is very good at correct? yeah so but at the same time they could b- build something like an you know, alternate option for arm basically Okay. So if they adopt MIPS in a bigger way and they are able to innovate on that. No, but MIPS based uh, processors uh, are there, right? Yeah, I mean, there are uh, uh, there are even smartphones yeah. which are based on uh, MIPS, MIPS yeah. and then Android supports yeah. them. Android supports all three. Yeah. I don't think it is that popular anyway. Correct. So, but when you have a, a f- government funded money flowing in, and then if you are able to innovate yeah, around okay. that, yeah. So it's a similar way, right? We are saying like. somebody who can give counter to amazon does like aliexpress basically hmm. so and their beat search or every other technology they are able to if not as good as what we are getting seeing in from us they are able to build their own indigenous cloud yeah. platforms and stuff like that and if they can start building their own processes i mean that could be an a good alternative to and they have a big market their own market exactly yes yeah, uh, that's pretty big in yeah. the world anyway and the, the their own market is the one which basically drives this innovation mm. yeah that's something is just something which i see as a good sign basically okay so what else is, is there i don't know I mean, you know i mean uh, just as a curiosity what are some of the famous processor Uh, which are based on arm i know apple a7 e8 a9 mm-hmm. whatever and qualcomm series you see 802 801 okay. whatever you seeing there and nvidia series is you seeing there they are all based on arm arm yeah okay and uh, even samsung's yeah. uh, exynos exynos yes yeah. based on arm yeah okay so even the latest uh, s7 yes everything is based on exynos yeah. okay that's pretty uh, i there is nobody else who's designing processor right now except arm uh-huh. on the mobility side actually yeah Right. Be it mobility or wearable, as nobody else is designing. Uh, But do we know how much of differentiation they bring in after they get like an architecture, I mean license from ARM? Uh-huh. Uh, how much Samsung or Apple does uh, to differentiate themselves from their competitors? It's very interesting topic because I see Nvidia tr- always tries to tries to bring in their USP into the graphics part of it. Correct. Though ARM has something called a Mali, which is their own design of graphics, uh, but Nvidia always try to bring in their flavor into that, and mm-hmm. uh, in the GPU cycle, and Apple is trying to do always trying to bring a best performing optimized processor, so they are bringing in a basically a flavor which is like not by either Qualcomm or uh, right, Nvidia yeah. or any of them doing it. so apart from being power efficient you see a8 a8 or a9 is like completely with one M, one gb of ram if they are able to push the right. boundaries basically. but is that because of uh, the operating system correct uh, it, how much th- of no uh, it is a com- it, no it is a combination of both actually yeah. the reason even i see this uh, octa core uh, <laughs> android devices not samsung one but there uh-huh. are other players who do the same thing right 
after a year they those devices just slows performance yeah is that a problem in the processor or is it the operating system is inherently known to gain weight <laughs> over a period of time right it's a combination of both but i think where apple they brought in their knowledge of making hardware and software on desktop into mobility mm. uh, steve jobs made the acquisition of the processing com- processor com- where the they they bought that company semiconductor company so that, the earlier on in yeah. cycle and they are able to basically bring in that kind of see the combination of optimized drivers combination of able to ability to hook mm. up the hardware layer hal layer into your os more efficiently for one platform which all this combination Correct. of all of them are driving in actually right so if if apple is t- tomorrow they are still successful even you if you look at it they are integrating ineos some some of the apple models are coming with samsung processors i mean they don't basically buy the processor but they basically right. give a specification to samsung to just fabricate and give them the chips basically so because that is one <coughs> tough thing i always uh, see is like yeah, just to give an example my iphone 4s yeah which is still very good okay right? i mean leave the screen says but i think now this the small screens are coming back i guess so, but i think it is still usable right it just still responsive but same uh, de- an android device from that same time period yeah, yeah. Uh, manufactured by samsung that really sucks right so I, i was just curious to know is it how much of processor related issues are there or are, are there other chipsets on a board which is screwing that whole experience they uh, i it's like if if you are a vendor who who build your own software and hardware and who are if you are like if if you focus as good as quality like apple then it just really all those parameters helps actually okay mm-hmm. so either be it android or motorola be it samsung or motorola uh, they don't manufacture the software mm-hmm. stack part of it it is they have to rely on some of the hooks made by google basically for them okay okay so i think that's pretty much it right anything else you want to cover or? the there are other areas you can look at is the micro architecture what uh, facebook and other guys are driving on the cloud side uh, uh, which is basically primarily based on uh, arm servers i mean the arm architecture okay uh, though i don't i've not looked at them in detail but i think that is one of those encouraging areas to for arm to explore the server market side right okay so once the micro architecture moves ahead then we'll be able to the data centers can just once the container and micro architecture starts exploding on the server side and right yeah they i mean like you will be able to have deploy micro data centers and stuff like that so. yeah okay so that that's it i guess yeah. um, so uh, we'll wrap the show anything yep. else you want to add we have crossed 31 minutes <laughs> okay so that's our show for uh, this week um we'll probably have much more interesting topic next week coming up uh, i think we want to talk about the uh, payment gateways leaking data uh, oh, which right. i think which is very personal to both of us because <laughs> <laughs> we were affected So just to give a sort of a prelude into that i think that's one big area we definitely we need to talk because i think the the number of online transaction frauds which are happening is just yep increasing yeah. alarmingly 
and um, that's that's uh, probably a future show we're going to talk about okay with that bye yep bye bye see you next week bye